Welcome to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Now here's your Lighthouse Council host. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Beacon Podcast, your connection to nonprofit success. I'm Margaret Gardner, your host for today's discussion on self-purpose and organizational purpose. Joining us today is Patrice Tanaka, founder and chief joy officer at Joyful Planet, uh, which is just such a wonderful title. I love that title. Patrice focuses on helping individuals and organizations discover and actively live their purpose to unleash greater success, fulfillment, and joy in their personal lives, workplaces, and communities. She's the co-author of the best-selling books, Beat the Curve and Performance 360, and has been honored by many organizations, including as a PR Week Hall of Fame inductee by receiving the Public Relations Society of America Foundation Paladin Award, Asian Women in Business Entrepreneurial Leadership Award, and the Girl Scouts of Greater New York Women of Distinction Award. Patrice is the immediate past co-chair and now executive board member of the Diversity Action Alliance and a trustee of the Girl Scouts of Greater New York Dancing Classrooms and the, Patrice, I'm going to let you say this, go ahead. <laughs> the Pelo Peppa Train of Hope in South Africa. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> because even though you told me how to pronounce it, I know I would have messed it up. So I appreciate that. Thank you for joining us today, Patrice. We're really excited to have you on the Beacon Podcast. My pleasure. And I'm really delighted to be here today. Okay, well, let's dive in. Let's talk about life purpose and organizational purpose. What what are they and what's the difference? (laughs) Thank you for asking. Yes. A life purpose or an individual purpose is how we will leverage our talents, our expertise, and our passion in service of other people and our planet. So that's a life purpose or an individual purpose. An organizational purpose is about how an organization creates value for all of its stakeholders and serves the greater good. So that's basically the difference between an individual and an organizational purpose. And many organizations today, for-profits and not-for-profits, are now communicating their purpose in addition to their vision, values, and mission to communicate how they create value for all of their stakeholders and serve the greater good. So clearly there are two different things that you're talking about. Do they mesh at all? How do they come together? That's a great question because McKinsey and Company, the global management uh, company, has been doing research over the past year and a half on the intersection of individual purpose and organizational purpose because they do come together in the workplace, right? Organizations are communicating their business purpose and how they create value for their stakeholders and serve the greater good. And that's all well and good, but you need to engage your employees. So the best thing that organizations can do is to support their employees in discovering and living their life purpose and then challenging them or inviting them to align with the business purpose to unleash that employee's potential, their full leadership potential, and greater success, fulfillment, and joy, not just in their personal lives, but in their workplace and in their communities. So it's the intersection of individual employee purpose and organizational purpose where you can create great engagement to help drive the organization forward. So 
That's a great question. Thank you. Uh, Well, thank you for your response. And as I'm listening to you, it seems to me that in the past, and this could just be my perception, there was your work life and there was your personal life. Mm -hmm. Is that changing? Are they they meshing more? Well, I think consumers are expecting, demanding, desiring more purpose in their lives, right? And I think the past year and a half of pandemic has only, you know, reinforced that feeling of, you know, if my life ended today, tomorrow, would I be happy with what I've accomplished? And if not, I need to rethink, reevaluate whether the way I'm living my life and the way I'm contributing, you know, to others is a way that I want to continue to live. So, I'm sorry. so work, work is such a huge part of our lives that yes. if, if it doesn't sync up, there's there's probably going to yes, be. Yes, because th- that is a lot of hours not to be living your purpose. And actually, I think the most enlightened CEOs are actually inviting their employees to live their life purpose through the vehicle of the company. And the only CEO that is really actively communicating that is Satya Nadella, the CEO of Microsoft, who, because Microsoft has its own business purpose, I think it's to empower every individual and every organization to achieve more. They, of course, want to invite their employees to do that. And so Nadella wants every Microsoft employee to live their life purpose through the vehicle of Microsoft, so much so that employees can say, I don't work for Microsoft. Microsoft works for me because it's allowing me to live my life purpose. And if you think about that, That is brilliant, right? That's the way you can unlock and unleash the full potential of your employees, the potential, the passion, the purpose of your employees to help drive your business forward. So more CEOs, whether for profit or not for profit, should be thinking in that way. It's not enough for non-profit to just be thinking about, you know, the mission, vision, values of your organization. But you need to think about how you can engage your employees so that they are also in alignment and helping you drive that forward because it's helping them live their own individual life purpose. Obviously, I can go on and on. So stop (laughs) me if if it's too much. (laughs) Well, even just that was was very enlightening. So I I appreciate those insights. Um, And you've sort of already touched on on my next question. You've said that having an organizational purpose gives organizations a competitive advantage. Why is that especially relevant for nonprofits? Yeah, because consumers are expecting more from organizations these days, whether you're a for-profit or not-for-profit. And, you know, because they're looking, they're hungry for purpose in their own lives. So they're looking for it in the organizations that they decide to engage with and support. So companies, brands, and not-for-profits must demonstrate how they create value and create value for the consumers, individuals they want to engage and gain support from. So as you might be aware, there's I would consider this a, a watershed moment in the history of certainly corporate America, but 
you know, there's a lot of trickle, ripple effect from whatever happens in corporate America. In August 2019, the Business Roundtable, comprised of CEOs of the largest companies in America, actually got together to redefine the statement of purpose of a corporation, saying that it wasn't enough just to deliver returns to share to shareholders, that in fact, businesses must create value for all stakeholders and serve the greater good. Now, this is a huge statement for business leaders to make, right? Because for business leaders, it has only and always for hundreds of years been about delivering returns to shareholders and not about contributing to the greater good. So huge, uh, huge thing. For Not-for-profits have been contributing to the greater good, you know, since their inception. However, now they have to be more clear in and stronger in communicating this because there's a lot of noise out there from every organization, for-profit or not-for-profit, communicating why you should know about us, why you should support us, why you should engage with us, right? And Well, so then that's a good point. How do nonprofits communicate that organizational purpose? And they're, they're very used to talking about their mission and their vision and their programs, but now this is another level. How do they do that? How do they get that information across to their donors and their other stakeholders? Yes. And I've looked at a lot of mission, vision, values statements for nonprofits. And I got to say, pretty much it's a hot mess because it's all over the place. You know, there are some missions that are written like a, a vision. There are some values that sound like a, a, a mission statement. And, and sometimes it's all put together in one big, long paragraph, which is hard to wade through and and for people to to really come away with you know, the, the most compelling communication that you want to deliver. So I, one of the examples of a nonprofit that I think does a really good job of communicating its purpose, its mission and their, and their vision is Dress for Success Worldwide, which I, I'm sure you and your listeners have heard of, but this is how they communicate how Dress for Success Worldwide communicates its purpose. It says, our purpose is to offer long-lasting solutions that enable women to break the cycle of poverty. Now, that's very clear, right? It's one statement. Our purpose is to offer long-lasting solutions that enable women to break the cycle of, of poverty. Then they go on to communicate their mission, which is... The mission of Dress for Success is to empower women to achieve economic independence by providing a network of support, professional attire, and the development tools to help women thrive in work and in life. And then finally, they communicate their vision, which is our vision is a world where women do not live in poverty, are treated with dignity and respect, and are strengthening their families and shaping their communities. It's beautifully scaffolded from the purpose, which immediately will get your attention, because who doesn't want to offer 
a long-lasting solution that enables women to break the cycle mm-hmm. of poverty, right? And then they go into their mission, which talks specifically about what it is they do to empower women to achieve economic mm-hmm. independence. They provide a network mm-hmm. support, professional attire, and the biz- the professional tools to help women thrive. And then finally, they present you with that compelling, exciting, inspiring vision of what could be if you supported Dress for Success, a vision where, where women do not live in poverty and are treated with dignity and respect and are strengthening their families and shaping their, their communities. I won't go into all of the the messy <laughs> uh, messiness of other nonprofits who who haven't communicated this as clearly as Dress for Success, but you can see the advantage for an organization communicating, you know, purpose, mission, and vision in a very strong, to the point, compelling way that scaffolds nicely and leads you, you know, inexorably to that vision that we would all like to see, right? And I think every nonprofit, those are table stakes. You should be doing this. And if you're not, other organizations, for-profits and not-for-profits are communicating this. So you need to kind of get with the program and more clearly and compellingly communicate your purpose, mission, and vision. So I'll get off the soapbox, but you know. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a good soapbox, and I, I really appreciate you giving us such a great, very specific example, a guideline that nonprofits can easily go to and say, okay, how do we replace what this says with with our messaging? So that that was really invaluable. I really appreciate that, uh, Patrice. And we are actually close to the end of our time. Oh, wow. <laughs> Is there there anything you'd like to leave our listeners with? Well, I think that, you know, once you have clearly articulated your purpose, mission, and vision, then you want to communicate that through every communications vehicle, you know, at hand, right? Your website, your direct communications and appeals to to funders, potential funders, your annual reports, your at your fundraising events, through your PR, marketing, and social media. And here's the other thing. I think all staff and board members should introduce themselves by communicating, I'm XYZ, the executive director of XYZ nonprofit. And our purpose is this, okay? So if you can communicate your purpose that's a very arresting statement that should get a lot of attention. People wanting to learn more, wanting to engage with you, wanting to invest more time in you, possibly support your nonprofit. So, you know, introducing yourself and leveraging, you know, the business purpose or the organizational purpose of your nonprofit is a great way to introduce yourself. If you're just talking about, you know, I'm so-and-so, the ED of XYZ nonprofit, and our mission, you know, which sometimes can be a little tedious uh, in terms of the specifics of what we do, you know, that's not the starting point. The starting point is the inspiring, galvanizing Mm -hmm. purpose and how you contribute, you know, to 
the community at large. That should be your opener. <laughs> Don't get into the weeds until you do that. So that that would be my suggestion. So if any nonprofit or for-profit is looking for help, Patrice Tanaka, Patrice at JoyfulPlanet.com. I would love to, to support your important work. Patrice, thank you so much. This was such a great conversation and, and very useful. I'm, I'm sure our listeners really got a lot out of it. So thank you again for joining us today on the Vegan Podcast. You've, you've really shared some wonderful insights and we appreciate it. My pleasure. It was a joy to be on your podcast. Thank you. And be sure to keep up with Patrice by following her on Twitter at SambaGal, that's S-A-M-B-A-G-A-L, or by visiting JoyfulPlanet.com. Again, Margaret Gardner here. Thank you for listening to The Beacon Podcast, your connection to nonprofit success. Thanks for listening to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Tune in every week for nonprofit topics with special guest interviews. Suggest future topics and learn more about upcoming podcast and guest at lighthousecouncil.com.